You know what it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. You know who it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Odie Mari, Sodi Mari, Mari, Sodi Mari, Sodi. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Hey oh, yes no. Are you ready? Let's go. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. It's the Black and Snurdy Podcast with Odie and Maurice. Heidi Ho, Winslow's. Was that supposed to be Erkel? Yeah. Okay. Try it again. Heidi Ho, Winslow's. That sounds like <laughs> your regular voice, but with a southern accent. <laughs> and that show took place in <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> So, yeah. Chicago, Chicagoans have like a little southern twang. Uh, no, they don't. They're the quintessential like Midwest voice. It's uh, um, I think Midwesterners. Chicago. Sound- okay. They. That's the Bears. <laughs> uh, that's I can only yeah. say a few words. And- You're not saying any words in a way that I think is not offensive to all the Chicagoans. And it's probably offensive to somebody. Um. Well, uh, hi everyone. I'm Hello. Odie. And I'm Maurice. And you're listening to the Black and Snurdy Podcast. <laughs> yeah, they're li- that's exactly what they're listening to. Are you excited? I am excited. Well, I'm excited and also tired. Can you be both at the same time? Yes, because I am currently excited and tired. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, this has been a. Long week, and I think my body is uh, recovering. Happy birthday! Okay. In lieu of the questions, I want you to talk about... I want us to talk about your birthday dinner Mm -hmm. and what your favorite things were that you ate. Over you, it doesn't even have to be just the birthday dinner. Well, you already talked about the burger, so I guess the birth, just the birthday dinner. Okay, okay. Well, first and foremost, uh, I was treated to a nice evening out at a small little restaurant in a hole in the bit of a wall in Manhattan called Nobu. Nobu, 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 Nobu. That's in a future song. Yeah. Um, is it? I think it might. Oh. It's definitely in a, he de- Usher definitely talks about it. Interesting. Anyhow, um, I have to actually pull up uh, a note that I wrote myself because um, I don't remember the exact names of everything that I ordered. Oh, uh-huh. by the, and by the way, instead of playing Koi, uh, you were there because <laughs> I have a really good... Like, best friend named Odie, who took me out to dinner by taking me to Nobu uh, and uh, just treating me like the like the Jesus year man that I am. So thank you very much <laughs> for that. Uh, she For anybody who is friends with Odie, she is a good friend. Or if you don't know Odie, she is a really good friend. And... Uh, Yeah, I'm grateful to have her in my life. But as far as the food that we ate, um, well, we had oysters. Yes. We had rock shrimp. We did. We had two, count them, two lobster tacos. We did. And we also had yellowtail jalapeno. 
Maki rolls. Maki rolls, yes. We had a uh, crab roll? Yeah, it was the baked crab. Oh, yeah, that was, yes, the baked crab. Um, I now regret getting the baked crab. I kind of wanted to see get... See the soft shell? Yeah, to see the soft shell, because it, it came as as just the, the crab, right? Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool, just to eat yeah. it all in one setting. Uh, and then we had beef guchoki? Kushiaki? Gu- guchiaki. Is that what it was? I wrote yes. Guchi- I go- I wrote Guchaka. Guchaki. Wow, that's not what it was at all. Anyhow, Shishimi. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. So, <laughs> in addition to that, in addition to my birthday being this week, uh, there's also I'm house sitting for a very needy dog <laughs> who wants all the attention in the world. She's a good girl. She is a very good girl. Her name is Cookie. Hey, Cookie. She is. Uh, she is the dog of a friend of Odie's. That's fair to say, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm not I'm not speaking out of turn or no. anything like that. And I am watching uh I'm watching this dog while she is on vacation. So shout out to them. Shout and out Cookie to Cookie. Cookie loves him. Cookie has formed a parasitic bond with me. <laughs> like I have to hug her and like give her all this love and affection. If she doesn't, she'll jump up on me. And then, like, use one of her paws to, like, scratch at me to, like, get me to do stuff. And I'm just like, come on, Cookie. Like, give me, give me, like, give me five whole minutes by myself. <laughs> That's what it's like having a child. Yeah, it is. By the way, speaking of children, uh, I was also gifted a very nice plush Rottweiler because uh, I want a dog. I notoriously love Rottweilers, and um, yet another amazing gift from my dear friend Odie. Thank you. You do not have to. You run have down spoiled. The list. You have spoiled me, quite frankly, and I have no problem with admitting that uh, this is a two-way street. But uh, you will be let down. To <laughs> I'm giving you a quick heads up. <laughs> I mean, just the work that you did for this birthday, and I like you. You you really got to know me, to which like I what what could I possibly do to like get to like show that I know you? Just like pay for your therapy sessions? Like I don't I don't know. Like give you an intense deep hug. <laughs> I like those ones. Though. I mean, therapy's expensive. I have two of them. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, but no, thanks again. Um, Nobu was amazing. Uh, Smash Room was a smashing success. It was. Uh, Pig Beach was. Uh, I was. I was living like a hog. Hog like a mud and hog in the mud in summer. Yeah, exactly. Halyards and the Sacket and Uncle Berries. Those were my watering holes. Uh, they were fine. Were, <laughs> you know. There was a lot going on during that time there period, was. so like it kind of took away from <laughs> what was supposed to be my day. But it's okay, it's okay. What a you know what what a weird way to bring into bring my uh, Jesus year in. What a what an interesting dynamic weekend that you had. Um, yeah, All right. I will say this: uh, this this weekend has made me realize that I could be uh, a better person uh-huh. and a better friend to people. So that's going to be because like every year I start marking off like what my new endeavors is. I'm going to try to be a better friend this year. 
Well, I think that you've been being a great friend. So mm. if you, you get any more better than you are, awesome. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay, back to the food. Tell what. Oh food my God! You didn't I just say what. I didn't tell you. I didn't ask you what you ate. I said what your favorite thing was that you ate. Okay, it was the 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 the. the I think it was the beef gugogi and <laughs> the wagyu oh, nagiri. That is the beef and the <laughs> the beef that was on the stick. The beef skewer. The beef skewers and, and the. Well, I also like the uh, Japanese sea urchin. That was pretty. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. But uh, but yeah, if I, if I had to go with top three, it would be the Japanese sea urchin, the Wagyu nigiri, mm-hmm. and the beef gugogi. It's not Google. There's no. There was no G O anything, and this is also Japanese and not Korean. So it's definitely <laughs> cannot be a a gogi. But well, I'm just telling you what I wrote delicious. down in my notes. Okay. Oh gosh. It's not like you, you pointed it. to the list, <laughs> like, and said, "Oh, this is what it is." Oh my goodness, I'm um, getting it from all sides now. I'm getting it from you. I'm getting it from Cookie. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Is so. there anything else you would like to dive into when it comes to this dinner that I had at Nobu? No, I only. It was delicious. I. And only wanted it you was to a give great experience. Your top three foods, yeah, from that day. Yeah, I did. That was the question, and I and I answered it. Gosh, yeah. Uh, it's time I'm taking you to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, with that sugary ass pizza. <laughs> um, what was your favorites? Uh, my favorites were. The beef skewer, mm-hmm. the beef kushiyaki, mm-hmm. I believe is how you pronounce it. Kushiyaki. And <laughs> um, I want to say the rock shrimp. Yeah. But then it might be a tie. Oh, my. So you can't even stick to your own rules. You, you asked me to answer a simple question. What are the top three? Well, because you went and listed all of them, which I didn't ask you to do. You decided to do I, that, and, and then, then you didn't answer the question. I listed all of them, and then from there, I went chose my a, three. After I asked you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, thank you for chronicling what happened. <laughs> that is. <laughs> now, I'm telling you what's happening now. Okay, so. Turnabout is fair play. I really liked that oyster. But I also really liked, did I say the Wagyu slider? What? We didn't have a slider. I mean, sashimi. <laughs> the Wagyu sashimi? Uh man, yes. It was the, the Wagyu steak that was on the on top of the, ri- the rice. Yeah. That one was really good. Maybe maybe that's the third one. But I really like that oyster. But you were getting down on that sashimi. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that for Nobu, even though um, I'm glad that it lived up to the hype. Mm. And we saw a Howardite there. Mm. I didn't know them, though. You you knew I them. I knew them, yeah. we. I think they used to... They were in the School of Sea. And so I feel like they used to sometimes... Did they work in the School of Sea uh, with me and with Miss Dudley, or if they were just always in there. I think they were on, like, the School of C, um, 
what is it called? The it's cool to see. It is the place to be. It is. It is. Um, it was like maybe they were in the student council for school communications one year. But I used to see them all the time. Um, and we actually might have had class together. Um, but anyway, they were there, and that was um, lovely seeing them. Um, and I was I was kind of thrown off at how casual people were dressed when we were there. Yeah, because we were dressed up to, like, well, kind of the nines. Like, I had my nice uh, rock porch boot shoes, dress shoes that had a little zipper on the side. That's how you take it off. It was killing my fucking corneas. Um, I was wearing those clear heels with sparkly bottoms. Yeah. That I was... And you had a lovely dress. Thank you very much. Yeah. And, you uh, you know, I had used some... Damn, you gave me too many gifts. Like between the soap and all these shot glasses, and is that actually like is that my language? Is just a bunch of gifts. <laughs> I think that might be my language. It's just getting gifts. It's just, just getting a bunch of fucking gifts. <laughs> Meanwhile, the language that I give is just spending time. <laughs> I think that's okay. Time spent. Like, hey, I'm here. Like, look at me. Like, giving a fuck. <laughs> you also order a lot of Uber Eats. Yeah, that's not a gift. That's like t- satiation. Because otherwise, <laughs> if I if I don't order food, you will die. Like, you won't. You won't. <laughs> you won't. You, you'll just sit there and be like, all right, well, I'm just going to find that taco place because I saw him. Like when we walked to the dog, and so I now I know he taco. exists, and I I'm gonna get a taco. I really wanted one. Yeah, you, I I could tell. And you ate the other food, so there was nothing else to eat. Yeah, what the food from last night? Yeah, I did. I ate the uh, not not all the rice though, not the remainder of the rice. There's still rice in there. It's weird and mushy. All right, this is does it does any <laughs> listener give a fuck about this? This is like, not... quite frankly, this isn't getting to know anybody. <laughs> this is well no. interpersonal, obnoxious conversation <laughs> between two hosts. If if this is what you all want to hear, <laughs> please write in, let us know, and we'll give it to you. But if not, we are ready to move the fuck on. Yes, we are. We are. Um, so uh, we're ready to get into pop culture. This must be. So I'm not going to say that this week is any better than last week in the amount of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to rip the bandaid off and get into the fuck shit. The cavalcade of fuck shit. Um, I don't, we didn't talk about it, but there was this um, festival going on in, I believe, Puerto Rico in March called Afro Nation. Hey, um, I really wanted to go because it had all these different... Um, African artists that were going to be performing. Mega Stallion was there. It was just like a beautiful black time, right? Yeah, of course. But some of the Afro Nation dancers are saying that they were um, were in a terrible, had a terrible time while working at the festival. Word. They said they feared for their safety. They had to sleep in a hotel that was full of bugs and was disgusting. Um, were fed once a day. Uh, and were assaulted by the security guards. Jeez, like they didn't say like sexually assaulted, but probably maybe that could that could even just be manhandled. Either yeah, way, it could be like someone grabbing you by the wrist and just being like, "Hey, excuse me, stranger, exactly. let go of me," you know. 
Um, they didn't get ride. They said that it started when they landed because they didn't get any. They didn't have any rides scheduled for them to mm-hmm. get to the hotel, as they were promised. So it just like it just started off being a terrible, terrible situation. Yeah. Um. So I hope that through the they do enough whatever um, investigations, and if these girls are owed any money. For them to get it because, or the dancers, I don't know if they're all women. Um, but I hope that they just get what they are supposed to be getting. Because they were performing, they were dancing, they were working hard. And I'm sure they looked beautiful. And I'm sure that that concert, they got, they got a lot of money. And they should have made sure that those things were taken care of. We don't need to have these fire festivals uh, situations. It's as if we haven't learned uh, from the various issues with festivals how to run a festival exactly and if you can't run one right don't run one at all yeah um okay more terrible news and music but this is an update remember we talked about trey songs getting um yes in fact all of his shenanigans is the reason why we can't use the extended cut version of the pop culture drop and this must be i have to cut it off physically i can't let it (laughs) Just play all the way because of old nasty ass nasty man. Well, even though last week or the I mean a few weeks ago they those charges against him have been dropped. Mm-hmm. This woman named Megan Johnson is accusing Trey Songz of sexual assault, and sh- they released a video where it's in uh, in 2013 they're at an event uh, that he was hosting at the Foxwood Foxwood Resort Casino and Mash Mash Mashantucket, Connecticut. Shout mm-hmm. out to all the uh, Native American names across the Northeast. Um, Native American names all across the Northeast. <laughs> Y'all get a shout out. Uh, anyway. On the ones and twos. Yeah. Um, so they were at the casino. And I can't tell if they're on some sort of boat or something. But there's a video of him. She's like, you know, everyone's dancing around. Um, it's daytime, so it's like a day party. She's wearing a cute little bikini top and shorts. And he pulls her bikini top down. Like, well, she, he, like, flashes it and goes, uh, titty in the open, titty in the open. And he's, like, shouting that out on the boat. And she looks like she's doing one of those things where it's like, oh, shit, that happened. Like, she looks shocked yeah. that it happened. And then she's just kind of trying to, like, laugh it off or whatever and but you I you can't really hear what she's saying <clears throat> but it doesn't feel like she's happy or excited that, that happened. Yeah. Is 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 basically pantsing somebody but with the with you know the the top of the bra. Yes. And um so she has an assault against him. Uh, I also was reading after I saw that article. Side note: That could be a Michael Jackson song. Titty in the open, in the open, <laughs> in the open, titty. You been <laughs> okay? A well, criminal, a hardcore criminal, Trey. He may have to pay allegedly. He may have to pay five million dollars in a settlement case mm. for that. So <clears throat> we will see. I, I can I just say something like. I it's I am notoriously a whore for money, right? Like I I love money. I want to keep money. I hoard all of my money, right? 
I would never want to do anything like I would if ever I get wealthy, get rich, if ever like I'm in a position of wealth, I'm just going to stay inside all the time and just be like uh that aviation dude who had jars of urine and long fingernails and shit like Gosh. that. Uh Henry Hoover or something? No. Uh the you know who I'm talking I, about, the right? The one that Leonardo DiCaprio played. Yeah, in yeah, in in The Aviator. And I'm just going to stick to myself cuz and it's not because I don't know how to act around people. It's just that like why like it's as if it's as if like I don't think that this really that it doesn't solve anything to just throw money at a problem for it to go the fuck away, you know. I feel like you would don't never do the fucking thing. Be in a situation, a lo- only time you would have a situation where you would have to pay somebody out is if like in well, your <laughs> massive home where you have some sort of like I don't know anime themed guest room where you can like play with different weapons and the person accidentally slits their finger and then they're going to sue you but that would be it it wouldn't be something for you like doing anymore because you would be like you're just not that type of person see this is why i know that you're not a true otaku because like why in my anime room is there just like sharp things that could be like cut on have weapons you could have one of the a basilisk you could have one first off a basilisk a basilisk is a klingon um, weapon. However, how is that anime? I've seen them. You're in... getting your nerd shit crossed. No, my friend. I'm. I've seen. I don't know the name know, of them. I know in the form. I know I've the seen, Klingon uh, weapon that you're you referring see, to. You've but seen but ones that look like that in other in I'm, those in, shows. In my anime room, there's just going to be a bunch of pillows of various uh, <laughs> of various waifus. <laughs> Okay. Just full body clothes <laughs> of. <laughs> well, maybe from somebody <laughs> somebody gets um, a waifu and they like it, and you t- didn't let them take it with them, and they got embarrassed, and then they sue you for pain and suffering. Fujiwara from Kaguya Love Is War, because <laughs> she is best girl. <laughs> Hey, remember when this uh, also had uh, uh, sexy nerds in it? This podcast? We are sexy nerds. Yes, we are. Yeah, I just reminded them I got my nerd street cred. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't forgotten. (laughs) Just because we talk about the news and shit doesn't mean that we stop being nerds. Anyhow, continue. Um, All right, so fuck you, Trey Songs. Um, Fuck you. It's your really... I hope that all your money goes to having to pay restitution to these people. Because even if, like, when I saw people talking about the whole video and they were like, oh, it's no big deal, he just pulled her poop out. Like, you, what makes you think anybody would be okay with a random stranger pulling their poop out mm-hmm. when you're in public in the middle of a party? It doesn't matter if you're wearing a bikini and you're looking cute or sexy or whatever. You have that bikini on for a reason. If you're if your top fell off, you would probably be embarrassed because you did not. If you wanted to have everyone seeing your nipples, you would have came there topless. It's a, it's a, it's a consent thing too. Exactly. You know? Like, like, I and and also we're not freaking seven years old. You know, like that's some that's some real first grade kindergarten shit mm-hmm. to pants somebody to 
do like do the thing that like oh that embarrasses them oh private parts ha ha and then shout titty in the open like have you never seen a boob before you're a grown man come on you have a song i'm i'm pretty sure and i could be wrong and i probably am but you have a song called sex ocean okay Like you've you've had you you've seen you know body parts before. Let's be adults. Come on, grow the fuck up and turn twelve already, Trey. Uh, Trey, does that mean you're thirteen, Trey? That's what that means. You're three. Trigger, trigger, Trey. Thirteen mm. year old. Trey Thomas. Yeah. Um. In more, fuck, dude, behavior. We have an update on Benzino. Mm. So we talked about, I think that was last week, that Benzino and model Shauna Brooks had been, uh, there had been rumors they were been dating. Benzino got angry. They were, like he, 50 said, all these other rappers were joking on him. Da, 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 da. So Benzino has been pushing this and continuing this conversation in social media. He posted up some screenshots of text that they have between each other and some like Instagram comments. Wait, he posted these up? Yes, he Why? did. Yeah. Why? Good question. But he cut within the, the tweet, he says, This person has crossed a dangerous line, and I've already accepted that at fifty six years old I will die now or go to jail for the rest of my, for the rest of my no you know, you have to put put in parentheses in your head what he's saying. Rest of my, I guess, life over my name, reputation, and legacy. This weirdo mother mf'er is playing with y'all, not me. He, she still haven't said that we never met in person. And then, um, but if he's saying that they've never met in person, why is there like evidence screenshots of conversations? Well, they've had alleged conversations, but they've never met. Like he's saying that they never like had sex or anything. Okay. Yeah. I just the, well, it, there's more. The, the frail ego of a of a straight man is. He a tweeted also. Terrible thing. I will put two in your face. Continue with day with my with day, my day or night. And call my lawyer to make sure he's on point with my bail situation. Get bailed. Go to trial. And what happens happens. I will go to jail for the rest of my life over this. I've lived a great life and will sleep good. See, that's not smart. One, because it, obviously it's not smart because it's a threat uh, that could be brought into, like, a legal situation. But also, too, uh, like, what what uh, judge is going to grant you bail after you done bragged about what you're going to do after you make bail, you know? Yeah. You're a flight, like, at this point, you're a flight risk. Like, you have, you've, you've kind of incriminated not kind of you have incriminated yourself you've he's a hundred percent in the tweet in the text messages he and yeah and he was a source magazine founder i think we talked about yeah that yeah we talked about that last in time. the messages he said i'm threatening you and everything else you keep lying on me i'm going to hunt you down and i'm going to jail no more texting no more nothing this internet is going to make sh- this in- internet is going to make you use your I guess it should say make you lose your fucking life. Um, and then in other tweets, he was saying that uh, people in the LGBTQ community are transformers and that they're trying to lie and trick straight men. Um, I just... 
I really wish that we could take straight men, take some straight men, put them in a, a private island, and have them test off the island to be able to interact with the rest of us mm-hmm. because they are not okay. Mm. Like, Shauna posted a video of the two of them, I guess. I don't know if it was them hanging out or talking or whatever. And you want to take that and turn it into now she needs to lose her life. And I can understand, you know, we have our societal issues with uh, transphobia and toxic masculinity and all these things. But, like, isn't that, doesn't this seem like a problem to you that someone would want to kill someone over the fact that they have are allegedly dating them. Like, I don't know about you, but when I was in elementary, middle school, high school, like, sometimes, like, I would be the one who people would be like, oh, Odie likes you? Ew. You know? And it would be, like, this whole thing. So if somebody would have been like, yeah, James, Odie likes you, and I, like, put a picture of us up, would James have had a, the right to kill me because I'm supposedly not, like, the desired person? I feel like that is what this basically boils down to because you're allegedly liking someone that nobody else likes. You're that threatened that you would want to kill them, which is insane. And yeah. you 100% need to get... Therapy. Yes, go to therapy and work out these sort of psychosexual issues that you clearly have going on. What was that thing I mentioned the other day? Um, I don't know. Sexual OCD. Sexual OCD. Yeah, so basically, it well, it used to be called homosexual OCD, but they obviously updated the term because that was very problematic. Mm-hmm. And basically, it was like people's fixation on their sexuality and thinking that they might be lying about not like like say someone is like straight but they're worried that they're secretly gay or someone who's bi but worried they're secretly straight something like that um i wonder how much of that is like a fear that straight men have that they allow any idea that they might be less than super hetero cause them to become maniacs it just doesn't make any sense. And or or like it's it's like a weird pendulum, you know? It's like on the one hand, we as a society are made to have to like not be in touch with our emotions and have to put on this hard external shell because the world uh you know, in society dictates so at the same time though we should be able to explore whatever our sexuality or our our kinks or what have you Mm -hmm. are in a safe and healthy way without then having to like be a pendulum and swing the other way go the other extreme and like live in some sort of denial yeah you know or denial state. I mean, he, I think that he's probably ha- has his his feathers so ruffled because he had been on video saying to her, like they, him saying to her, you know, like you, I don't like, 
I don't like men, but you're beautiful or whatever, like this, like, and admitting that he's attracted to her. And it's like, that's nothing wrong. She's a beautiful woman. Like, it's mm-hmm. not weird that you'd be attracted to her and she's not tricking you into attraction. You're just attracted to a person. That's it. And that's all. Like, regardless of anything, it's okay to be attracted to someone. That doesn't make you yeah. a bad person and it shouldn't make you a violent person either. But this is the world we're living in, and I just need men, I need straight, cis men to do better. And, like, the fact that you would say these things about another black person is just another reason why when things happen and there's, like, a police shooting or violence and black men are constantly like, we need you, help us, and everyone's always running to them, but they are so quick to try to perpetuate that same violence against us um, and us in the broader, any non-male in the community, uh, non-black male in the community is, and or non-straight black male in the community is facing so much um, abuse and oppression. And when we say that black men are the white people of our community, like they don't ever want to hear it, but... This is the things that make it true. Um, okay. Do you want to hear about ASAP Rocky first or Bill Murray first? Oh, boy. These fucking options. Um, Jesus. Let's hear about Bill Murray first. All right. So, you know, comedian that we know and love has been in so many movies and TV shows and random Central Park plays. Yeah, he randomly roams about. Like, apparently he was tending bar in Williamsburg at one point. He's just always there. He's just always around. And you feel like it would be a really fun time if you get to hang out with him because he would just be, like, old and telling you funny stories about friggin' SNL and other crazy things. He's, he's white, out of shape, Idris Elba. Uh, <laughs> in that, because, like, th- remember there was a time period where Idris Elba was just showing up and yeah. DJing in Harlem? <laughs> and yeah. just like, yeah, I, I think that. I think that might be Idris Elba, you know? Like, I think that might be Bill Murray. Well, yeah. Bill Murray was on, he was cast in Aziz Ansari's uh, directorial, or is it directing? Is he directing or pro- producing it? No, directing. Uh, well, Aziz Ansari's directorial debut for the movie uh, Being Mortal, but the movie has now been suspended um, for an investigation into Bill Murray's inappropriate behavior. Um, it didn't say if it was sexual in nature or just angry, but um, they're looking into it. Uh, the complaint was filed last week. Production was halted on Monday, and they are going to see what's going to happen next. Um, and funny enough, I was uh, when I was I was reading this on Deadline, and one of the more popular articles that came up today for them is when Lucy Liu was talking about her interactions with him on Charlie's Angels, um, which is one of the reasons why he wasn't back in the second movie and it was Bernie Mac, because there were just complaints. And she was saying how, like, the the basically they had done a rework on the script over the weekend. He hadn't been around, and when he came in and found out about those uh, reworks, he was really angry and was shouting at everybody and then was directing it at her, and saying, like, all these vile insults to her, and she, like, spoke up against him, and then next thing you know, it was on the papers, and she was, like, difficult, and 
he's having this attitude, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, damn, you're finding out all these things about these entertainers we know and love, and not to say that it's not impossible for them to behave like this just because we like them. It was just that it's the, the hopefulness that, like, these people who have been around in Hollywood for how long? 40-plus years, you know, if not longer, um, and have such a, a special place in our hearts wouldn't be also just assholes. But it's like, I guess, I can't say that that someone being an asshole is not bad, but I would rather you be an asshole than be a sexual abuser. Yeah, or or some sort of uh, predatory creep. Yeah, yeah, like that. Those like those to me are even worse. But it's like having dealt in toxic work environments. That's also very stressful to have yes, someone to like go in knowing that you have to spend, especially on a on a film shoot where you're working like 10, 12, mm-hmm. 14 hour days. It's already very stressful. You have to remember your lines. Yeah. Remember your scenes it's, it's just remember like remember you're blocking and everything like that and it's and it's ridiculous that like if you would have to like suffer the fools of a co-worker who just so happens to be cranky all the fucking time yeah. and uh, just be a dick you know and you can't say anything because it's you know fucking bill murray it's bill fucking murray so if you even if you want to get speak blackballed up, exactly because fucking caddyshack yeah exactly got in your ass so uh, we just hopefully, Not I mean, physically, yeah, obviously, but we're, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully that investigation is finished soon. Um, you know, Aziz Ansari has been trying to build back his reputation ever since those allegations and everything came out. Um, I think that everyone should be able to do that. Um, if they are, you know, actually, you know, holding themselves accountable and moving forward. So, uh, hopefully this movie gets back on because whether I'm not saying Bill Murray needs to be in it, but everybody else who's working on the film, um, Seth Rogen's in it as well. Um, so there's, you know, I'm sure those people who are on the crew and stuff, would they still get, they wouldn't get paid the whole time though. That would be like, they would only get paid for the time they had worked. I, I think obviously if you're like a star, like if you're like one of the stars, there's probably, rates uh that are worked out in your contract yeah um so i'm not i'm not sure how that works i i honestly don't know yeah i just mostly feel for like i hate how like remember how when bill cosby everything went down with him then like they stopped playing the cosby show all over the place yeah and, and that then, means everybody like, else all, is everybody who got residual checks from uh it being everywhere just that that whole seg. <laughs> Ironically enough, the minute that that thing dried up uh, was when we started seeing Felicia Rashad and This Is Us. Isn't that funny? I mean, isn't that's that, true. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's true. Some special uh, guest casting. Oh, looks like some people are getting back into the workforce. Um, but you know, Bill Murray, I I've learned some very sad and and terrible things about you. Uh, this weekend by well this week reading these t- alleged tweets about um, what you may have been doing as far as possible abuse against your ex-wife and other people who have complained about you on sets previously uh, really breaks my heart please go to therapy and figure out your anger issues because don't, no one needs to be getting getting your frustrations being taken out on them 
I agree. Um, I cold heartedly, cold heartedly, wholeheartedly agree. Um, well, uh, ASAP Rocky was arrested. I was about to. I'm sorry. Uh, the hater in me that uh, champions my Barbados queen. Um, I was about to play the air horns when I heard that ASAP Rocky was arrested, but uh-huh. uh, I steeled myself and said, "No, no, Maurice, you're better than that. That is your queen's king." <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, because um, that would have been very loud. Also, that is a movie that I'm gonna be writing soon. My ki- my queen's king. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, well, it's about a chess player whose girlfriend uh, is in a polyamorous relationship with them, and he's not the prime. Oh God! All right, okay. My king's queen. So, uh, he's out on bail for five hundred fifty thousand dollars for the shoot alleged shooting mm-hmm. that happened in November. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing that I found was really kind of scary is that. The police used a battering ram to get op- get into his home to give him his warrant or whatever, or I guess yeah to to give us his warrant yeah they had Wait. a search warrant for the property they had okay so they had a search warrant for the property but also to arrest him right they didn't just no break he was down arrested do- coming off the plane with well, he was arrested coming off of the plane so was there anybody in the property. Well, I think Rihanna was there at the property. Oh, no. That's stressful. It's very stressful. Extremely pregnant. Extremely to pregnant. To have a battering ram, like, come into the fucking home and, and cops swarming the fucking place. Like, it's very scary. So, I'm just, fuck the police for doing that. Fuck the police. Ooh, nah, and also, nah, man. why do you need to have a battering ram to come into his apartment if this was for an alleged shooting, it wasn't for like a mass shooting. It was for an alleged shooting. It's not even like for distribution of drugs or anything. Why do you need to search somebody's house? What are you looking for? The the weapon? Like the like fentanyl? Like what are you but searching the thing for? Is, they could have knocked. You know, you, so this was like a no knock. Uh, it was he has the warrant, and then they they went. Oh, and no knock warrant. I don't know if you would call it no doc because it's, it's an LAP, it's an LAPD, so I don't know if they have no doc warrants. But they had a search warrant, mm-hmm. and they just pushed it. I mean, you if if I don't know why you have to do that first. Just he's not a drug p- kingpin. What would he be hiding from you? His weed? Did they find anything? Um, I don't think they found anything. Hold on, let me yeah go back and no look over. But I don't think they found anything. It just said uh, they said. The they had a search warrant. This is on the uprocks.com. They had a search warrant for the property in connection with the case. TMZ secured some crude video of the incident as well as photos of boxes filled with papers being carried out of ASAP Rocky's home. In the footage, a group of at least a half a dozen cops stands in the front of the gate and one of them bangs at it with a battering ram three times. When the strategy doesn't appear to be working, another cop tries to pry it with what might be a crowbar and falls backward onto the ground. When he realized the pull to open gate and it swings open. Damn. So not only were you trying to open it be, with being an idiot, but it didn't even work. Mm-hmm. So bullshit. Well, you know, I hope that Rihanna is feeling okay. 
and um, the baby's all right and not distressed at any point. Yeah, no stress. No stress for that baby. <sighs> wow. Uh, okay, this is a very stressful situation. Mm-hmm. Imagine you're in the air and you see the mighty Mike Tyson flying. And you're like, wow, the people's champ. And then you see... I don't know if that's my first go I don't know. I don't know what people thought say to them. The people's champ? I don't know. Did they just call that? I, I, I'd be like, Iron Mike? Like, oh, okay. Well, that's what it's called. All right. Iron yeah, Mike. Iron Mike Tyson. Um, well, this very excited fan um, got punched in the face by Iron Mike. Holy shit. On the plane. Um, you, it's interesting because, like, in the beginning of the video, you see, like, the, the friends, the guy's friend is, like, taking video of his friend talking to Mike Tyson. And you see Mike getting, like, more and more aggravated over the time because he's, like, entertaining the guy, cordial, taking pictures or whatever. Um, but allegedly the guy threw a water bottle at him and that's what caused him to strike him. So we don't know. There's not enough video evidence to say what happened, but the guy was left very had it with a bloody head. Well, yeah. Um, like if you're getting beat down by Mike Tyson, then you're you're coming out of this with like a swollen face, yeah, a uh, crooked jaw. Maybe, he actually wasn't that an bad. Owen Wilson nose. It wasn't that bad compared compared to what it could have been. It was mostly just like. A little blood droplet above his eyebrow. He didn't even like break his eyebrow open, which could have been happened because he's very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy, when I watched the video, it was like he was being drunk and obnoxious. And I wouldn't be surprised if he was trying to see how much he could egg him on to see if he was going to try to fight him. Because he's also now has a allegedly, they're doing a, a lawsuit, lawsuit or some bullshit like yeah. that. Like it's a it's a white dude. Oh it? yes, it is. Yeah, and imagine like, being able to be a white dude to be like, yeah, I got beat up by Mike Tyson. Like this is a story he wants yeah, to have. This is a story he's actually like gonna tell his friends all the time. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I got a thirty, I got a thirty thousand uh, dollars settlement uh, from getting my ass kicked by Mike Tyson, or however much a settlement would probably cost. I just went with thirty thousand because I can't imagine. <laughs> 30 million like no for pain and suffering like i think that people should le- like a few thousand when i saw ava duvernay at the airport mm-hmm. i like looked at her and i smiled and like she smiled back at me and i left it at that i saw her like waiting at the date gate of the doors mm-hmm. um before everybody else was and i could have easily walked up to her and be like hey how are you doing but i was like no like they were at the airport Nobody fucking likes having to go into a cramped can and fly a few hours. You like to be able to get to your destination, but, like, that's not, like, a fun thing to do, you know? It's also just not fun to just, at least for me, I just don't find any joy in knowing that there's a celebrity on my plane. Like, <laughs> no, because, like, it, like, literally, it's it's the difference between, and this is grim as fuck, uh-huh. it's the difference from between, like, Hey, uh, this plane crashed and 300 lives were lost versus 
this plane crashed and uh, 300 lives were lost. Also, Samuel Jackson was on this plane. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, that I w- I'm just going to get clumped in with yeah. all the 300. Because it wouldn't even say that. It would say Samuel Jackson dies in a plane crash. Yeah, it wouldn't say Maurice the podcaster no. was also on this plane. It would not. It, it would say, oh, Maurice, that, that comedian who did a couple festivals. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a part of the 300. Yeah, no, I, that's good logic. I think so. When I went to came back from Coachella, so just knowing that I'm going to leave them alone is what I'm saying. Um, they actually didn't let us walk on the plane with the with the um, celebrities. Like we were in a like we walked through the back, which I've never done before. <laughs> but I feel like you should just leave people alone. Not saying that he should have hit him. I don't if that him throwing a bottle at him. If that happened, I can understand why that could make you mad enough to hit somebody. Um, I think that people should keep to themselves regardless. Like I don't, from the pictures I'm seeing, the guy's not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're talking at me real close. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. And now you're touching me. You're constantly like forcing me to talk to you when all I want to do is take a nap. Like, come on, like, leave me alone. The, the, none of this was needed. Yeah, I agree. I just don't understand. Like, why would you fuck with Mike Tyson? I don't know. Like, even if it is just to get a lawsuit out of it and to get a story out of it, like, those punches are going to hurt. Like, Mike Tyson has not, like, he doesn't have muscle dystrophy or some shit like that. <laughs> like, he's still as swole as ever. And he is ready to throw the fuck down, you know? Leave people alone. Leave celebrities alone. As a matter of fact, if you ever see me and Odie out in the wilds, <laughs> just leave us alone. People can say hi. I don't mind people saying hi to me. You know me. what? I don't mind people saying hi to me, but if it's the lingering that yeah, don't I have linger. a problem. And not yeah. if I'm at dinner. Hey, like, hey, I recognize you from the show. We say, oh, thanks. And then you keep it moving. Like, yes, that's I don't, a good compromise. I don't want I don't want to, oh, hey, I recognize you from the show. And I say, oh, thanks. This is like, so, oh, how do you, what, what mixer do you, like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to get into anything. Like, I just want to go about my day. I want to go, like, I'm, you could, if you can, you, someone is all, basically, someone is almost 17 minutes away from catching me between taking a shit. So, like, please do not come up to me and, and talk to me because, like, I am, I am guaranteed to be very close to be needing to do my business, okay? <laughs> I am always in a frantic state of needing to to do what I need to do. So please leave me, leave me alone. That might be the fucking song for the uh, intro. All right. Or the, uh, uh, you know, the next segment. I've got it. Um, but yeah, that was, that was weird. Now, I think that was the last of all the shitty things. Now, was it? Is it? I think so. Yeah. Um, now let's talk in t- about some people that we love and care about. The Obama girls. Well, not the Obama girls, but specifically the our the youngest Obama, Sasha. Um, she's allegedly dating um, Clifton Powell's son, Clifton Powell Jr. Who uh, he was a college basketball player, and now he's a director and model, 
And it's super cute. They um they met when Sasha transferred from University of Michigan to USC last fall. And um he had been going he got a I think it was a football or basketball scholarship. He had a four year basketball scholarship to USC Santa Barbara, but he transferred out um to focus on film. So that's super cute. And I was wondering what Michelle Obama had said last week that, like, the girls are now bringing, men, bringing grown men home. I was like, what grown men? Um, but I guess this, you know, uh, um, what's her name? Malia is dating that British guy. Yes. They've been together for a few years. Yeah. And um, this is, like, the first guy we've seen Sasha with. And she's... It's so strange. And I imagine that this is what it's like when you... Because, you know, they were the first black family. Yeah. And we watched them grow up. Yep. And so now we're watching them date for the first time. Mm-hmm. And we don't know anything about Clifton Jr. or anything like that. So we're but over Clifton here. Clifton Powell is a very well-esteemed uh, black man in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that this... Is a happy and healthy relationship because that's our little sister. I'm hoping for it to be a happy and healthy relationship too because if there's one thing that I've come to realize in a relatively short amount of time is that all I want is happy, healthy, and fuck-free relationships. Well, not fuck-boy-free. Fuck-boy-free relationships for all the black women out there. Yes. I believe it. And that is, that's... You believe it? I believe it. <laughs> that you want that, and I think yeah. that it should happen. Um, but I think um, it's very cute to watch them growing up and becoming women. Yeah. And I just wish it's them like the Corey best. like Cory and Sepanga. Exactly. Yeah, it's like watching them grow. You, although the, the difference was that we were also growing at the same time. Yeah, so they were kind like, of older than us. Okay. I wasn't saying that it couldn't still be like that. It just was the truth. Even when they were they were older than us, I would still be like, "Wow, I'm just re- grown up. I'm, I'm relating to potentially the older listeners who, ah, who ah, yes. might have been there for the the wonder sure, years and sure. watching uh, old dude and Winnie. You sure, know? you know, um, that that all that. <laughs> Look, I don't know who our target is. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to shotgun this shit. Um. Okay, I heard this is the last story that I have for you. It's this really is the cute. Last story. All right. Um, this woman, this black woman in California named Kiara and her husband Joel spent five hundred dollars on her dress, venue, and reception. Mm. Um, basically they got married and then afterwards they went to um dinner and everybody paid for their own food. Um they, I think her... Is this going to be an am I the asshole? No, no, no. Okay. Her wedding... Wrong. If you think that she's an asshole for this. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I would not probably... Like, so her she got her her dress off Sheen, mm-hmm. which I feel like, yeah. I, I, Sheen? That's that place I showed you I got the outfit. S-H-I-E-N... S-H-E-I-N. Oh, okay. Um, And so she got her dress off there and was able to find... Um, they had their ceremony off the Angels Angeles Crest Highway with Southern California, San Gabriel, and Sierra Polona Mountains as a beautiful backdrop. Um, 
they didn't have a public permit, so they could only have 30 to 40 close friends and relatives. And she paid for the chairs of the Ark there. Um, so then they went to dinner. Like, I would say I probably would... I don't think there's anything wrong with having an inexpensive wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't want to have a reception where my, my guests had to pay for something. So I wouldn't have an issue, like, finding a place like that. Um, but I don't think there's anything wrong with spending the least amount of money you can on a reception. Or, I mean, on a wedding in general. Because I feel like you should spend more, more money on the honeymoon. So you can go somewhere for a longer period of time. Um, I always say if I got married, I would try to... I would, like, use my aunt's house... In Maryland, because it has a really big, beautiful yard, and you could have a whole slew of guests there. And the only thing I would have to pay for is like, you know, a tent, and you know, probably having I could have family help make food. You know, a lot of cooperative living. You don't have to pay out the ass to get married, and then you could take that extra. After saving, we're custom. Oops, sorry. Yep. <laughs> sorry about that. I was. <laughs> trying to surprise you with something after paying for like I would rather get a dress like of course Vera Wang amazing but I would much rather get a dress that's like inexpensive and take that $10,000 and go on like a month's honeymoon yeah I um I legitimately it's the one thing that scares me about getting married is how much everything is going to cost because uh i i am going to be the best man in my best friend's wedding yay uh coming up coming up soon and just how much he has been stressing over like little things like flowers and the meals and the venues and the flooring on the menus and the chairs chairs apparently chairs because like they didn't want like those fucking um uh, Love is Blind chairs where it looked like they're just wood, you yeah. know? Like, they wanted cushions on the actual yeah. chairs or something. That costs. You know? Everything costs. It, it, everything costs. And I'm just like, I just want to, you know, I, I want this to be a special day, but I also want this to be within the realm of, like, I don't want to go into a relationship in debt. Yeah. Like, I, I'm already in debt that i'm managing from student loan uh, student loans and shit right yeah. but i don't want to have to like go into a romantic relationship with m- at m- even even more debt yeah like start the whole marriage off with hey we have a several thousand dollar bill to pay for that one thing that said that we were going to be together forever yeah now let's work to to pay that off <laughs> yeah yeah, remember that special day? Yeah, now we're gonna spend the next ten years paying for paying for it. Yeah, I, true. I'm right there with you. I would prefer to just use the money for like um, an all inclusive uh, trip to Temptations. <laughs> here, here. Um, <laughs> well, that's all I've got for you. That is okay. Wait. No, I think that's it. I was trying to listen to the song you had in the back. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. How much money you got? A, a lot. lot. How much money you got? A, a lot. lot. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. Um, okay. So, how about we take our time now to ease on into a break? Okie dokie. And we will be right back with more of the Black and Snurdy podcast. BRB. Yes. You're listening to the Black and Snurdy podcast. 
We now return to the Black and Snarty Podcast. Girl, close your eyes. Let the rhythm get into you. Don't try to fight it. There ain't nothing that you can do. Mm-mm. Relax your mind. Lay back and groove with mine. You gotta feel that heat. And we can ride the boogie. Share that beat of love. I wanna rock with you all night. Dance you into the sunlight. I wanna rock with you all night. We're gonna rock the night away. Out on the floor, there ain't nobody there but us. Girl, when you dance, there's a magic that must be love. Just take a stroll. We've got so far to go. When you feel that beat, and we can ride the boogie till the heat of love. I wanna rock with you all night. Did you into the sunlight? I wanna rock with you all night. Rock the night away. Okay. All right. That's enough of that. Well, I liked it. Okay. Well. That was my least favorite Michael Jackson video. Really? When I was younger. Really? Yeah. And how old were you and why were you such a (laughs) dummy when you were This was like, this was at a time where like, I was like, I remember being like five and six and it would come up on MTV a lot. Mm -hmm. And the other videos that I preferred were like Bad, Thriller, um, you know, like his, the other legacy songs. And so this video, I just like, now when I watch it, I'm like, yeah, it was beautiful. The shimmery jumpsuit and all that. But I was not a huge fan of it back then. It was like, I, I, I thought it was mid Okay, I mean, it was one of his first songs as a solo artist, and it had all of that, like, 70s, like, flair, like, the camera flair. Yeah, it did. I love the camera flair, though. Jewelry just, like, (laughs) makes that, like, retro, like, video cascade and and shit. It's ridiculous. Uh, I have a dog on my lap, so that's... (laughs) Cookie's is recording with us. Yes, although Cookie just farted, and I'm about to... Gently put her back on the ground. <laughs> Bye, Cookie. Yeah, that's what. But you guys are so once, cute. Yeah, come on, get a picture. I got mm. it. Oh, you guys are adorable. Okay. okay, and send it to the right person this time. Don't send it to the wrong <laughs> person. Don't shame me. I, I, I'm just. How many? How many of the same name do you have in your phone? Is the question. Well, that was one. There's one from Howard and one from. Um, she's not that. She is not. She's not. And now Cookie's coming over here to me mm-hmm. because I'm her de facto toucher because she knows I love her because she's so cute. But yeah. I'm not putting you on my legs, She Cookie. is cute. If only I could get her not to lay on my blanket. If only. If only. You would never. I cannot get Brooklyn to lay off, not lay on my bed, so you're never going to get her to do that. Yeah. Well, you know, one day I'll have my own dog. And you will not get them to not lay on your blanket either. 
don't know. Maybe you don't know my life. Anyhow, so uh, let's just. Oh, cookie. Do what? You can smell it. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. That's all she does. (laughs) Is it like you? As if you're working up a storm. But look at the way she hits you to be like, touch me. Yeah, she's a she. She is abusive. She is an abusive dog. She's like, yo, I want love. Like, give it to me immediately, and then I'm gonna fart in your face, and then I'm gonna lay down uh, on the most comfortable blanket that you possibly could own. Oh yeah, now you're gonna jump up on my lap, right, and do the same thing. Just hit me, hit me with that. All right. Okay. All right. I'm pretty sure the listeners are done with the dog adventures now. <laughs> so, adventures of Cookie and Odie and Maurice. Okay. Odie, Odie, Mo, Mo and Odie and Cookie. Now it's time for us to just ease our way down to our mental health section where we check in with each other to see how we're doing mental health wise. Boy, oh boy, if I can go first, this has been a hell of a week for me. Uh, I am just. Without going into details, this has been a stressful time period for me. It has. I haven't been dealing well. It's not like I've been, like, going off the rails and abusing my body or anything like that. But I think... um, I think that I have allowed the stress of this past week to get to me. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and it has turned into like some internalized poison where I feel like regretful and ashamed and like I am some sort of monster, even though it doesn't matter. The point is that I've eternalized a lot of the behaviors and uh, what I can do at the very least on the other side of this, once I get to the other side of this, is uh, use this as a benchmark to be a better friend to uh, the people in my life that I care about, you know? Can I say something? Sure. I think that the people in your life need to be a better friend to you and not necessarily the other way around. Not saying that anyone that we can't always be better friends because we sh- we can, but I I I worry that this situation that you didn't ask for is once again causing you serious distress for reasons that are not yours. It's aged me horribly already. Well, I mean, it's like it's the worst birthday gift. <laughs> I just feel like, I mean, I know that I can't say that I feel like this didn't have to happen. This whole situation, saga, could have been avoided if you hadn't been, again, asked to be a part of it or put put into the middle of it. You didn't need to be. And in general, I just think that, you know, you take on a lot of other people's things and you don't need to. And I feel like you've been being, I don't want you to let this, let one situation make you think that you have been being a great friend. Cause I think that you have now outside looking in. Um, of course there's 
ways you can improve, as we all can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've always been honest with you about my feelings with those things. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think that you should allow this situation to consume you in this, like, deep, negative uh, cavern because you've been doing a great job. And, as I said before, the fault is not at your shoulders. Yeah. No, you're right. I. It's hard to internalize the fact that I know that you're right. And intellectually, I know that that is the stance that I should be taking, too. Yeah. You know, it's hard. Um, It's all it's all hard and it's all a little fucked up. But the shame monster, when it's when it's when it's rearing its ugly head, it's very difficult to let it. Yeah. Go off of you and. And I know that you try you you know a few months ago were trying to help me feel less shame and stress about a stressful situation. Yeah, and I could, and even though I knew what you were saying, and I could hear you and believed you and all that, it was you know it took some time. It's when that feeling gets a hold of you. Yeah, it's it can, hard. It's like it's hard to you're in quicksand. Yeah, it, it that's exactly what it feels like. It feels like you're sitting in quicksand. Yeah. And it it just like consumes you. And mind you, you could watch somebody else in quicksand and give them all of the instructions to get out of quicksand, mm-hmm. and yet you can't hear it yourself. Yeah, and you can't yeah. adhere to it yourself because of that feeling. It just it it it, it wraps itself, its tendrils inside of you. Yeah, and and it gets in there deep. I, for my own mental health, because this is the mental health section. Mm-hmm. I hope that the tools that I've been given throughout the last few years of being in, uh, you know, therapy and having dope ass therapists and the fact that my current therapist is a black woman. I hope that that is enough and we meet uh, bi-weekly and now we are actually meeting on Sundays instead of Wednesday so the next time I meet with her will be in two Sundays from now which I think might be May 1st oh. either way point is it's gonna be a while before I see her I'm hoping that I have enough of the tools to get me through to seeing her you know because uh, I saw her earlier this week and unfortunately didn't get a chance to really unpack everything as much as I would have liked to unpack it. Can you ever email her? I'm sure I can. I just don't because I just, there's a part of me that's like, somehow this will get charged to me, won't it? Like, and I know that that's a shitty thing. It's like, it should just be, like, we should be able to, uh, you know, the fucking American health system. We should be able to go to a therapist without having to worry about budgetary needs and everything. But here we are. This is, this is it. This is us. This is where we're living. Um, I always see in, like, shows and stuff, people be, like, texting their therapist but i'm like i've never or emailed them i've never done that but i guess if I, well i have if there has been like a big issue but i have never we haven't had like a drawn out i would i honestly would never want to do that because like i honestly wouldn't trust a therapist who has 
like that kind of like open policy where you can openly contact them because like what if they leave you on read <laughs> well and you know that they can do that right yeah, they like they, they'd be like obligatorily obliged to just leave you on read you know yeah be left on read is never they're fucking human beings too they're, they're regular regular people who are busy and so like i'm i'm supposed to like oh i text you that i uh i had a a panic attack um and you're you know my therapist is just so happened to be at home depot and didn't answer me right away so now like the fault is on them absolutely <laughs> not that's that's fucked up and I'm sure we're going to hear all the jingling in the background because a certain somebody wants to walk around. You've done seen everything in this goddamn apartment. There's nothing else to see. So what the fuck are you doing? Like, go back on the couch and just go back to sleep like you usually do. Um, I don't understand what your life is like, dog. I really don't. But that wasn't even the thing that I started ranting about. You were ranting about... Therapy, like text message therapy, like yes. I, I, I don't adhere so to talk it. space would not be for you. Talk space would absolutely not be for me. <laughs> pay thirty dollars a month just to. Oh wait, time out. Um, well, as far as sponsors are concerned, <laughs> talk space is a good service. <laughs> Better health, all of them, like every every one of them is fantastic. It's to each his own. So I don't want to. Um, I like. I like. And I'm not cutting any of this out. <laughs> um, I think that having things like talk space and better help where you can text them and talk to them uh, quickly and easily is really great. Especially if you're having. If they, I think I want to say on talk space they have like hours where the people are available. Um, so if they do have that, then you at least can know like you're texting them when you can. Um, yeah. But see, that sounds like it would be. See, it sounds like they've already gotten a lot of the problems that I presented to them, uh, or presented already solved and and working properly. So exactly. That's so good. now you can sign up. Um, <laughs> okay. Are you? Was that? Was that I'm all? I'm so ready to be corporate. <laughs> like I just want to. I want to sell out so hard. <laughs> Like, you have no idea how much I want to do ad reads. <laughs> like, integrate those motherfuckers into segments. <laughs> like, Same. Yeah. Um, this podcast is technically not sponsored, but it is sponsored by Mac. <laughs> let's. In a way. <laughs> um, let us continue. Yes. Did, the, did you finish all of your mental health? Yeah. Now it's your turn. Um, how are you doing? What's going on with you? This has been a very long, arduous, but fun, enjoyable week. There's been some great highs and some really annoying lows. Um, the highs were getting to spend time with you on your birthday yeah. and having all of the surprises that I had had planned go off without a hitch, um, getting to eat delicious food, and... We watch Hitch. <laughs> Getting to spend time with you um, was great. And, um, you know, dress up, leave the house, leave our pods. That um, 
and do all those things were awesome. Um, but you only put extra emphasis on that because I'm a I'm a <laughs> like curmudgeon stay at home <laughs> man. Um, but then like some shitty stuff happened. Yeah, where like um my contract was was is finishing up way earlier than expected um and i'm like okay we know that's fine and then i had some situation with these hotels that i know that were canceled but i guess weren't canceled in time and so like all these places would charge me and i couldn't get the money back and i'm just like that was very frustrating so I had to cancel my card, and now I'm just, like, annoyed about that. Um, but, I mean, outside of that, it's been pretty pretty chill. Wow. You know? Okay. Pretty chill. Just. Did you talk about any of these things with your therapist? Um, actually, no, but I did. So we did get some good headway into talking about. Um, kind of like my internalized ableism mm-hmm. and sometimes, you know, my self-loathing, which I don't think I, I ever really said to her before out loud. Um, but we were just talking about how living in a ableist world that has a lot of these expectations for you, especially when you're someone that's supposed to be like gifted and smart etc 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 um it's like i'm constantly hearing all of the critiques of you know my parents my teachers and all these people who are just like you're so smart you're a leader you should be able to do xyz and why aren't you and just a constant uh, barrage of me not being good enough in some ways Mm. um and it's and i won't say that these are not things that were said to me like because they were trying to be negative but these were said to you and they created a feeling of inadequacy with inside of you that then lay dormant and just like set its tendrils inside of your daily working so like they they just like work in the back of your head to constantly like if not for it's not in the forefront but it's definitely somewhere in the back of your head that questions whether or not you're good enough and i'm now realizing that i cut you off and i am talking for you and i need to shut the fuck up and let you talk so sorry thank you no you yes that is how i'm feeling um i think it's mostly it's just that you know when you're very smart and you're not you know, living up to your, you know, quote unquote potential in class or, you know, my, my report cards were very quintessential ADHD report cards. She's so smart, but she's talking too much. If she would only put more, uh, focus on her work, if she would like all these, if she should, she could, she would. Um, and so those things are definitely internalized. Um, and even, like, right now, if I don't do something that I know I can do, um, it just, those things just rear up in the back of my head again, which causes me even more anxiety and stress while I'm trying to do a thing. Um, 
But we were talking about that, and we're going to be digging more into that moving forward. <coughs> so is that like the sort of larger project that you find yourself working on? Um, like it's going to take a few sessions to deal with that and like really unbox that whole cacophony. Not cacophony. Sorry. that. Well, sorry. Like I'm using big words because sounds, I've been okay. drinking, quite frankly. I think that's, that's a good word. Um, I feel like that, well, our big projects right now are that... Uh, and my uh, confrontation avoidance, conflict mm. avoidance, um, and uh, what else? I find that I also do not like confrontation. Well, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of it. For me, it's anything that, any kind of conflict, it doesn't even have something that could actually be an argument, but in my head it's always going to turn into one. Um, I I just have very bad social anxiety in any, especially like the closer the people are to me, the worse it is uh, about me bringing things up and, and making something. If I, Like if I don't care about someone, I can tell them all the things that, that I don't like that they're doing. But if I actually care about you, oh God, it's like I would rather just stop talking to you than say anything that I don't like. Um because I'm I'm just always so worried about me saying something that's going to like impact the relationship negatively. Um, but you know, through therapy I've realized that it ends up impacting the relationship negatively anyway. Because if you distance yourself from someone because you just don't feel like saying things, that's negative. If you um are the only one suffering in the relationship because you don't want to say anything, that's suffering. Um but those are things that I'm just trying to get through and that I've struggled with, you know, my whole life. And, you know, just have to use this time. And I'm privileged enough to have a therapist. I mean, not saying that I wish I had these earlier, <laughs> these conversations earlier. Like, so I could have learned from them already, but... Do you actually wish I had? Yeah, I do. But would you have been susceptible to them earlier? Because you can have the, all the conversations all you want. You could look back, but like, was you back then in a position to um, hear them, or is it a matter of you hearing them exactly when you need to hear them? I mean, I heard them when I needed to hear them, but just think if I just were, if I'm thinking about of all the things that. I've done or not done, then, yeah, I wish I had these conversations earlier. Yeah. So even if I may not have been able to necessarily act on them or or do what I'm doing with them now, but at least I wouldn't have regret. Okay. Um, That's fair. Or, I, you know, the hope would be that, like, I heard it and was able to do something with it. Um, but I feel like my... Mental health has just been up and down this week. Um, I've been trying to be positive while also feeling my feelings. But I guess I I haven't also felt, I haven't really felt my feelings exactly in the situation, mostly because I don't feel like I have many just yet, except for being annoyed and stressed. Uh, And rage. There was rage. Rage. Some rage. If we had did the rage room today, that would be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 
Um, sorry. Damn, that was poorly timed, Rage Room. Like, if, <laughs> if only, if only, if only do we do. Um, I'm not gonna say the thing that I want to say, but it could be a fun thing it, for a different weekend. Yes, yeah, we could go again. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like there are all these things or lessons I'm learning. These lessons fucking feel like they suck, and I'm just stressed out. Like, I'm tired of learning lessons. And I just want to be able to live life, like, live, laugh, love. That's what I want to do. I'm tired of learning lessons. I feel like I've been learning lessons. Well, I mean, I have been learning learning lessons all my life. And I just sometimes I feel like I get the shorter end of the stick. And I know that that is comparing. We shouldn't compare. But that's just how I'm feeling right now. Can I say something? Yes. Uh, Learning lessons even now at your age still means that you're growing. And that's not a bad thing. It means that you're not sedentary. It means that, like, you're open to change. You're open to growth. You're open to constantly. I know that it's annoying. It's annoying that you're still growing and that, oh, it's still happening. And that that waft of a fucking dog fart somehow got over here. I don't know how, but that's neither here nor there. But there's nothing wrong with growth. You're right. And I would say that you could take those same words and apply them to your own situation. (laughs) Yes. But will I? (laughs) That's the big question. Will I, folks? And the answer is stay tuned till next week. And we'll find out if Maurice is a lot better or if he's somehow worse. (laughs) Um, But no, that's been it. I I think I'm just trying to take it one day at a time. One day at a time. Is that actually a song? I feel like that's the intro to that daytime soap opera. It sounds like it. No, it, like it. Like it sounded like you were like once is never enough. Like that song. Who knows? Probably yeah. could be. Tell us if that's a real song or not. Listeners, reach out to us <laughs> and let us know if what we're doing is uh, an actual song or if we're making it up. And if we're making it up, is it working? All right. Enough of this. Enough, enough, enough. It's about that time for the part of the podcast where we talk about what's annoying us, what's pissing us off, what's getting under our skin. It's Gripes right here. Bring it. What? We griping. We're not griping anywhere else. We gripe here. This is space for us to share. We gripe here. We ain't gripe here anywhere else. We gripe here. Uh, uh, uh. Your turn. You go first. Uh, well, I don't really have, well, my gripes this week. Um, my main one. Is okay. You know I love Grey's Anatomy. Yes, of course. I'm a Grey's stan. Yes, you are. You've Give. watched all 25 seasons of this 
primetime drama. And I will continue until they finish, until they until they say no more. Um, now, you know my boyfriend, Jesse Williams, was on the show. Yes, he had those eyes that you could just swim in. Yes, he's gorgeous. We love him. Swim in a lake of semen. Okay. Um, so, he on the show was... <laughs> Was dating or married to um, the woman name on the show. Her name is April Kepner. Real life, her name is Sarah Drew. And uh, it's that now both of them have left this show. I, I think they um, they left last season. Uh, Jesse left after twelve seasons. And April had left a few seasons prior, but she had had, like, some random spots. Now it's alleged they're going to bring back both of them for the season 18 finale, and I'm pissed. Because I Why? hate... I'm, I want Jesse to come back. I don't want April to come back because I fucking hate April. She was my least favorite person on that show. I don't feel like she ever treated Avery the way he should have been treated when they lost their child. She was so horrible and mean to him, never taking his feelings into consideration. And she just has been terrible since the beginning. So I've hated her for a while. She's annoying. She sounds like she's she's actually like a Karen, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to see her face again. I thought I was done with her. And here she is again. So I guess maybe like, I know Jesse's been having some issues with his divorce. And so maybe he's coming back. So he's got some episodes in. Get some money and go. Oh, uh, why does she have to come back? Just annoyed. Mm-hmm. But that's like my main gripe. Uh, also, these hotels trying to charge you money for not visiting, staying there. Like fuck you, honestly. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm not paying you a dime. They really did say. <laughs> You aren't staying here? Guess what? We're still going to charge you. We're still going to run this card. That's fucked up. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No, no, thank you. And, you know, I really want people to have more professional decorum. Decorum. That's all I'm going to say in general. But outside of that, you know, I think that's it for me. What about, well, what about you? (coughs) Guys... For those of you who want to be dog owners, I think that you should try housing a dog for a little bit because it will prepare you and your space <laughs> to be comfortable with all manner of farts that come out of these dogs uh-huh. at any given moment in time while you're sleeping in your dreams and REM sleep. Just like th- th- sometimes they make noise. Some- More times than not, they're just silent and it's just wind. You could hear the wind just passing and it's just hot now. Like, <sighs> these, sorry that you're these dog farts. Only recently realized, and and only and only because like I go outside as as much as it takes to walk this dog uh-huh. that I come back in and I and it hits me right in the face that like. This is an apartment where a dog has farted. Yes. Which then makes me feel bad for those who have cats. 
because not only are cats farting in that space, but they are also leaving their poop in that space. You know, but Arya does not. I don't think I can remember a time she's farted. She put poop. Now oh, that yeah. will no, be, her sh- her shit is. It's so much, but so the awful. The um, I don't think I've ever snoring. Yes, but I've never gotten a fart from her. All right. Well, either way, just all of this makes me realize that like, if you're going to have a pet, like, feed. Make sure their diet is is is. <laughs> you can't. They're gonna fart. I know. I know they're gonna fart. I know they they don't have the decorum of waiting till go outside to fart or going into a different room to fart. I'm just saying that like, prepare your home to smell like dog farts. Just prepare. And I and it turned out I was prepared, which is why I'm still looking for Rottweilers. <laughs> I can't wait till you get a Rottweiler puppy. Oh my. Oh. oh. Sorry, I just yeah, you did got really excited at the prospect of having a Rottweiler puppy. Well, you have now your little mini one for time. She's being. not a Rottweiler. Not that one. She's a she's something. The one I got you. Oh yeah, uh, yes, you're absolutely right. That one doesn't fart. No, it doesn't. <laughs> okay, uh, I believe that's everything for me. Me too. Yeah. So we could slide on over to Baby Merchant. I'm the Baby Merchant. Cats are us. I give you all the service and no damn fuss. Give the Baby Merchant just a week or two. I'll have your baby for you. We can't both just be on our laptops. Some of us have to actually speak into a microphone. I was waiting for you, and I was dancing, and I got distracted. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, I'm tired, but that's only because I've spent the last week going super hard for my birthday, for my Jesus year. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I brought in my Jesus year in the funnest activist weirdest fucking way possible and you know what i wouldn't change any any bit of it you shouldn't it all happened the way it was supposed to yes everything happened the way that it was going to happen um that's good and okay so what happened what made you happy this week um yeah that's a good question what did make me happy this week um just going to the Smash Room, going to Pig Beach, going to drinks with the friends, going to Nobu. Oh, and getting that nice surprise about Hamilton tickets. <laughs> Let's have another round tonight. And I, um, no, it, it was just a very, like, I, I owe Odie a lot because she put so much energy into organizing everything and making sure that everything was fucking top notch and dope. And also all of the surprises that Odie came up with. So that was fantastic. What made me happy was you, Odie. What made me happy was you. You made me happy this week. So thank you. Cheers to you. Let's have a fucking round to Odochi. 
Um, thank you very much. Oh, is the champion my friend? And oh, keeps on fighting to the end. Okay, we're not, we're not doing the whole thing. But you understand the sentiment of what made me happy this week. Thank you. Thanks for making me happy. Thanks for making me happy, oh. You're welcome. What made me happy this week was number one, seeing you happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I had been planning for quite some time, and I was glad that everything went off without a hitch, and that you got to enjoy yourself because you pour out so much love and joy into the world, and I wanted to show you how much it is appreciated. And I'm glad that you enjoyed everything. So that was the number one thing that made me happy. The number two thing that made me happy were those beef skewers at Nobu. I wish I could eat. Not the Wagyu? The Wagyu was good. But there was something about the way that that beef skewer just melted in our mouths that I can't. I, I want to go there and have four more of them. Like, just uh, give me a whole meal of just those beef. I've been looking at my Uber Eats uh, receipts and thinking, man, that was a lot for what I got. And then I look over at the Nobu and I'm just like, there are people in that neighborhood who are treating Nobu like it's fucking Diner yep. Dash. Yep. And because it's the. Those skewers were delicious, but they were also $20. So it's $10 a piece for one skewer. So you can imagine the people at the table in front of us, one guy had like four skewers just for himself. Mm. So it's like some of these people are just going in there and eating it like it's freaking uh, Cafe R. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's see, what else made me happy? Uh... Oh, that was it. I think that I just like, uh, well, not it. This doing this podcast with you always makes me happy. That's good. And I'm grateful that. And you always say that, and I always appreciate you saying that. Well, it's the highlight of my week. Yeah. So that's it. That's all. That's all I got. All right. Well, if that's everything, then that's everything. I think we should call it a night. All right. So we will be back next week for another episode of the Black and Snurdy Podcast. Until then, chill out, take it easy, and uh, be hype. (laughs) Bye. Remember that I am the hype. (laughs) All right. We'll see you, folks. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to contact the podcast, you can reach us via email at blackandsnerdypodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at blackandsnerdypodcast, as well as on Twitter at blackandsnerdy. You can find me, Maurice, on all social media under the handle Licorice is Legit. That's L-I-C-O-R-I-S-H is Legit. And you can find me on Instagram. It's that's O-D. T-H-A-T-S-O-D dot E. And on Twitter, T-H-A-T-S-O-D underscore E. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to us. Tune in next time to the Black and Snurdy Podcast, where it's nerds of a feather 
rock together. Remember? Bye. <laughs> no, this is keeping it. We're keeping this in. Don't forget to take your meds and your subs and drink water. Bye. Bye. I actually want to keep that. <laughs>